I'm finishing off my coverage of database companies this week with a coverage of Vitesse, which has been commercialized as PlanetScale, and PlanetScale has gotten a lot of buzz this year as a database company to watch. I find the write-up on their docs pretty interesting, so I'm going to read out a little bit as context for people who don't know or haven't heard of Vitesse. Uh, it says, History was born at YouTube and released as open source. Vitesse was created in 2010 to solve the MySQL scalability challenges that the team at YouTube faced. This section briefly summarizes the sequence of events that led to Vitesse's creation. 1. YouTube's MySQL database reached a point where peak traffic would soon exceed the database's serving capacity. To temporarily alleviate the problem, YouTube created a master database for write traffic and a replica database for read traffic. With demand for cat videos at an all-time high, read-only traffic was still high enough to overload the replica database, so YouTube added more replicas, again providing a temporary solution. 3. Eventually, write traffic became too high for the master database to handle, requiring YouTube to shard data to handle incoming traffic. As an aside, sharding would also have become necessary if the overall size of the database became too large for a single MySQL instance. 4. YouTube application layer was modified so that before executing any database operation, the code could identify the right database shard to receive that particular query. So it's a routing layer for MySQL. Vitesse let YouTube remove that logic from the source code, introducing a proxy between the application and the database to route and manage database interactions. Since then, YouTube has scaled its user base by a factor of more than 50, greatly increasing its capacity to serve pages, process newly uploaded videos, and more. Even more importantly, Vitesse is a platform that continues to scale. Yeah, and Vitesse has really just taken off. It's skyrocketed in terms of popularity. I know that there's several large organizations who are contributing and are using it in production. Can you tell us a little bit about some of those organizations? You know, maybe yeah, mention a few. One of the good things with Vitesse is, uh, is already being adopted by very large shops. And those who actually adopt it internally, they also contribute back to the Vitesse project. And that's the beauty of it. And we don't always have to be like investing into just the Vitesse development and the, and the release. We get help from the adopters and some of them are being public. Some of them are not being public. I'm not supposed, I'm not sure which ones I'm supposed to tell, which okay, ones I'm that's not. Okay. <laughs> uh, you know how it goes, but uh, the, there is one that I think it's publicly uh, announced is Slack. Slack has been doing a migration and they've actually fully cut over. And Slack has been super uh, busy with the pandemic around the world. Everyone's using it. Obviously, you know, it's yes, like yeah. They had uh, very busy systems. With this um, scalable architecture, they are able to actually migrate over and handle the load that's coming in around the world with the, everyone's working from home, you know, you know how that goes. And um, there are some others actually uh, deployed uh, and, and using, not making very public um, announcement, but they are contributing back. So it's an open source project. You can see their names in the, in GitHub and all that stuff. So, um, like I said, I, there are some logos that we actually publish because they're, they were permitted, but, um, you know, it's, um, there, there are very big shops when and I say big, big, they are big. Well, and VTest was originally built by YouTube, right? So to, to manage YouTube. Yes. So you can kind of think of YouTube scale, and that's the type of scale that yes. VTest was originally designed for. Designed for YouTube and Google, and that's uh, Borg, their you know internal system, and then and also uh, interesting uh, fact um, is that it predates the Kubernetes. Also, it works with Kubernetes, but it predates the Kubernetes. So it's actually evolved around the cloud cloud with the Kubernetes. So it's interesting. 
And so you can use VTest with Kubernetes or without? Yes, absolutely. You can use without the Kubernetes. You can bare metal, you could do it bare metal or, or like the, the cloud, whatever. You can set it up, but you can also use it with the Kubernetes. So that's the good part of it. But when we talk about VTest, uh, people really want to know, what is the use case and where should they be deploying this? Because for a lot of people, they, they, they fall into two camps, right? One is, oh, we're not big enough for VTest. The other one is, we want to be big enough for VTest. We probably shouldn't run VTest right now, but we're going to run it anyways because we've got a 100 meg database that will eventually turn into something big if we become super successful. So right. maybe help us define where the, that that sweet spot is for where you would start looking at a solution like VTest and where it fits in into the ecosystem. We talked about some of the large organizations already. So to be politically correct over here, I think from my uh, independent uh, where VTest fits answer is you have already invested in MySQL and you have some pain points. You, you know how the MySQL um, ecosystem works, but you want to improve it. And this is where Vitesse actually fits right in because uh, it actually comes a lot of, uh, the control plane comes a lot of uh, utilities that you would actually implement yourself. Knowing those bundled in that you don't have to worry about like the backup and recoveries, the failovers and the online schema changes, all of that you have to do it yourself, right? Uh, you have to either bring in a tool to or or manage yourself in-house or homebrew, something like that. So all of that stuff actually fits right in if you already have some investment in it. Investment meaning it could be some you know time and material, there's some manpower already, or you have actually running cluster that is somewhat um, struggling, not being super scalable or not ready for the prime time. Like you said, if your company becomes successful and then what do you do then? Yeah, and it becomes a, a pain point later. So that I see with test implementation would be a proactive for like going forward. It won't be an overnight thing. There'll be knowledge, you know, uh, gaps. There'll be learning, learning curve for implementation. And there'll be also some testing and development around with this. Uh, one thing that people also ask me about is like, do I have to shard? No, the answer is no, you don't have to shard. And we also know there are um, shops large enough. They're just pointing with us to their backend database, not oh. actually doing the sharding. So that we can take also as phase one approach, because then you actually adopting to a new technology, trying to implement this framework in front of your database, but not sharding. So, so Vitesse works pretty good with the uncharted database, so, uncharted so key space. What's the, the benefit of that? That's, that's an interesting use case. I hadn't run into that or heard about that before. Yeah, what, not what, many people know. <laughs> what, what, what is, what, why would you yeah, yeah. So, so, do the sharding? So Vitesse is a framework, right? So it's actually written in Go and it's, it handles connections well. It has a connection and a pooling and, and proxy in front. So you actually have, as soon as you do that, you have some sort of a connection control and a gateway, right? The VT gate, it's, it's a gateway. So you already uh, have control over your what's coming in, right? So you can actually manage that. Then Vitesse comes with integration to 
orchestrator, extra backup, all those other great uh, open source tools that you would actually have to, you know, implement yourself. So that's two um, or, or, or that part of that. And then the, the next step is once you're into that ecosystem, okay, now you want to, you know, shard by your customer ID. You want to shard by region. You want to do uh, GDPR. You want to do, you know, uh, geolocations. That, now you're ready for the, you know, the, the next step for the prime time, right? So doing all that other security and compliance things, or, or you want to do some somewhat of a operator with the Kubernetes, then you can actually adopt to that after that. Because so that becomes easier as you go on. That becomes much easier once you're into okay. that framework. And that's, that's the idea of doing that. And, um, and um, uh, topology manager adoption is also another thing. Along with the Vitesse, you bring in, um, etcd or or um, you know zookeeper some people still use console for that so that's another component and uh, you know on your on your area so if you imagine uh, that architecture uh, it actually has benefits to adopt and then you're ready for okay i want to do um sharding and that's that's you're ready for for doing that Okay. That's what I see where it fits. And, um, and the data size wise, wise, we say a shard is, is good for like 250 gig around like, uh, um, okay. you know, and most companies, uh, as you have a lot of experience, uh, face difficulties with uh, data size over terabyte with MySQL, then things yeah. start, you know, uh, falling over. So, 